Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. A cheeseburger, french fries, strawberry milkshake, peanut M&M's. A transgender woman, executed Tuesday night, was given a choice of last meal and spoke quietly with a spiritual advisor as the lethal injection was administered. The first transgender person to be executed in the United States requested a simple fast food dish and a snack for her last meal. Now, Amber McLaughlin, uh, originally known as Scott until three years ago, was convicted of stalking and murdering a former girlfriend, then dumping the body near the Mississippi River in St. Louis. Convicted of first-degree murder in 2006, a judge sentenced him, Scott, to death after the jury was deadlocked on her sentence. So Scott McLaughlin, now Amber McLaughlin, who did not go through any of the surgeries, thank we did not have to pay for any surgeries, we just paid for the incarceration, incarceration was put to death in Missouri Tuesday night 1-3-23 for those of you listening live today is the 5th of January 2023 and the last meal was a cheeseburger french fries a strawberry milkshake and peanut M&M's I may have chosen differently but that doesn't sound like a terrible last meal in her final written statement she said I'm sorry for what I did and I am a loving and caring person okay and because she was a transitioning human being there were all kinds of petitions and people shouting from the top of the buildings that she needed uh, not to be put to death. The clemency petition uh, said that uh, they wanted life without parole. The document cites chronic trauma that uh, McLaughlin experienced in childhood, including brain damage from fetal alcohol exposure, traumatic brain injuries as a child, abuse as a child, abuse she suffered, including tasing and beating at her adoptive home and her diagnosed depression and suicide attempts as reason for clemency. Um, no, sorry, you're going to be executed. And so apparently she's the first transgender woman put to death in the United States of America. So rest in peace to Scott slash Amber McLaughlin. Welcome. Is it a problem that all I want is a cheeseburger, french fries, and a strawberry milkshake, and peanut M&M's? I may take a chocolate milkshake instead of strawberry, but I'll take the strawberry if that's what you're giving me. Is that a problem? I don't know. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Chewing the Fat. <laughs> So the Consumer Electronics Show is back, and this time it's stronger than ever, or, I'm sorry, is back this time. It's pissed. 
I don't know if they're mad or not. Uh, going on in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, 3,000 companies from startups to major brands, Sony, Apple, Samsung, expected to exhibit products at CES. Uh, this year's lineup includes a focus on next-generation TVs, laptops, electric vehicles, smart home appliances, wearables, uh, to monitor health and wellness. I mean, it'd be kind of cool. I, I love uh, the Consumer Electronics Show. I used to have a guy that uh, uh, would report from there every year. I'm going to have to reach out again. Because some of the things that they have are, you know, just basic stuff that you find anywhere when you go shopping at Sam's Club. But other stuff is like, uh, you know, the smart bird feeder, the bird buddy. <laughs> Uses a camera and AI to identify the species of birds that perch on it. Uh, that's kind of cool. All right, the anti-snore pillow, if it works. Uh, apparently the pillow detects snoring and then deploys little airbags to turn the sleeper's head until it's positioned so they no longer snore. This is That would be annoying because that's kind of like the hospital bed that keeps so that it continues to move those are agonizing the uh, self-driving stroller yeah, self-driving stroller you're going to put your kid in a stroller yeah, you just drive yourself <laughs> uh, the U-scan from Withings uh, which is I guess pee analysis Meant to, you insert it in the toilet and then users with uh, can uh, urinate on it. Collects and analyzes a small sample of the urine. Monitors uh, menstruation, vitamin C levels, ketones and other health indicators. I mean, that's interesting, except that uh, do you want everybody to have that information? Because I feel like that information is going to go out and they're going to have all your health information. But it's for the good of the people and the good of you. So anyway, that's happening, the uh, Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas. Oh, you know what else we got news on yesterday is that William Rick Singer, the architect of a broad decade-long case, was sentenced to three and a half years in prison and three years of supervised release. Uh, why is that important? Because he was the architect, William Rick Singer, the architect of Operation Varsity Blues. <laughs> uh, tonight's episode. The Architect. Operation Varsity Blues. Wow. I mean, so after being caught in a 2018 sting operation, uh, Singer pleaded guilty to four felonies, including obstruction of justice and racketeering. Uh, they have convictions of dozens of parents, coaches, and frank, quite frankly, it's embarrassing uh, how they made these people pay and go to jail. Uh, I mean, Felicity Hussman went to jail... What's-her-face Lori Laughlin and her husband went to jail, Musimo or Massimo or whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> it's just amazing. So I know they paid extra money to get there. They lied. They cheated. Okay. All right. I know. They sent stuff through the mail, so it's a federal offense. Okay. You got me. No problem. Anyway, the guy that was behind it all, the architect, uh, was finally sentenced 
uh, to go to prison. Uh, three and a half years and three years supervised release. It doesn't say when he has to show up, though. Usually in these cases, it's like, okay, we're going to sentence you to three and a half years in prison and three years supervised release. You have to report for prison uh, in uh, three months. Do you think you can handle that, Mr. Singer? Yeah, I think I, I think it'll be okay. I'm gonna get your affairs in order. I don't know if they did that to Rick or not, but uh, we do know though that uh, the architect uh, is now headed to prison. The architect of Operation Varsity Blues. <laughs> Yeah, baby. Cannon. Cannon. <laughs> Tonight's episode, uh, The Architect. So now that we have news that Damar Hamlin, the Buffalo Bills safety that uh, had his cardiac event, uh, it's cardiac, on-field cardiac arrest, uh, Monday night's uh, football game, it is now being reported that he is awake and showing signs of improvement. Okay. Uh, physicians have said that he is neurologically intact after his cardiac arrest. His lungs are also improving, and he's been able to grip the hands of loved ones. So that's good news. Does that mean that uh, all the players that are saying uh, they're expressing their uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to play this weekend. Will they move on? Because uh, I would say that the NFL is going to say, I don't know if we can pay you <laughs> uh, if you uh, can't work. Uh, I know you. You know some of you are under contract. So, in fact, all of you have some kind of contractual arrangement to provide your services to the National Football League. So we'll see how that goes. You know, I was talking uh, this morning my Thursday segment on uh, Mojo Five O with Brad Staggs. And uh, uh, I started thinking about, uh, you know, he asked the question, could the NFL, you know, be over? And, you know, you, you obviously we've talked about that before. Uh, could the NFL be over? You know, that's a, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a mighty hill to climb. Uh, the NFL is a fabric of the United States of America. As a fabric of America, football, college football, and uh, the National Football League is, a, I mean, that's, a, that's woven into the fabric of America. But think of this now. What happens? All right, so let's say DeMar Hamlin is, we're, we're going to pretend that it had nothing to do with the vaccine. Well, you don't have to pretend, Jeff, because it didn't, okay? It was, one, it was that thing that they called it. You know. Commodio Cordis. Yeah, that. It was that. That's what happened. It had nothing to do with anything about the vaccine, dummy. It was. Commodio Cordis. Yeah, so shut up, okay? <laughs> anyway. Uh, okay, so is that does this incident, you know, shut down the NFL? No, but it does take a block out of the wall. Uh, for sure. I mean, the, the, if the NFL is a Jenga game, it does pull one of the Jenga pieces out. A big a big Jenga piece. Because no one's going to admit 
that it had anything to do with the vaccine, especially since they mandated it. We talked about that. Companies all over the world, and specifically here in America, uh, mandated it. They're never going to admit that it causes all this problem. They'll sneak it in, but they're going to have to continue with their mandates. They just are. So, okay, so if something bad happens to another player uh, in the very near future, that's a big Jenga piece to come out of the old NFL Jenga game. Uh, Wow, that would not be good. That would not be good at all. But until then, get back on the field. Let's go. (laughs) Play ball. All right, let's go. Wait, that's baseball. Get back on the field. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Okay, I don't want to hear it. He was it was Demar's doing better, squeezing family members' hands, and it had uh, everything to do with Commodio Cordis. So shut up. All right, let's go to the break room, and that's a good thing. That's a great thing that Demar is doing better. He's awake, showing signs of improvement. They say he's neurologically intact after the cardiac arrest. Uh, his lungs are improving. I mean, that's, he's gripping family, loved ones' hands, so that is very good news, and I'm very, very happy to hear it. And they asked for your continued prayers, thoughts, prayers, hopes, and whatever you do to continue to shed good light on Damar. Uh, please continue doing it. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. You know, so yesterday on Pat Gray's show, we went through some of Psychic Nikki's predictions. Now, Nikki is psychic to the stars. That's how she builds herself. And in this uh, in this stack of papers I have, she has uh, 1,221 regular predictions. She has 56 weather-specific predictions. She has 122 star predictions, the celebrity uh, predictions. And she has 26 royal predictions. Now, we don't have to get into all that, but I was going back through them uh, as the, we were going through the yesterday. A lot of animals. Uh, just amazing, you know, lobster as big as a great white shark. This is some of the stuff that we talked about yesterday, a disease around camels, armadillos invading cities. And do I want to see that? I don't, don't want to be in the same city. Parts of the great lakes are turning pink. Uh, <laughs> uh, changes in the moon. Uh, rickshaw will collide in Japan. I always wanted to start a rickshaw business at uh, a mall when i was when i first moved to florida there was a mall it was kind of a there was an inside mall then they had some outside shops uh some of the outside and it was in this uh pretty you know not an affluent neighborhood but uh upper middle class neighborhood and i always thought that that neighborhood would and that mall would be perfect for rickshaws and it'd be a good tourist attraction then you'd have people running other people around in rickshaws. Anyway, it was just an idea that I had. I never, you know, it's another million dollar idea that didn't come true. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> a bolt of lightning will kill a famous racehorse. Squirrel's going to cause a huge power outage. Uh, thousands of deer will invade cities. Uh, a, made, a gorilla will drive a truck in a crowd. Uh, these are psychic nicking predictions, not mine, okay? 
Uh, a cow will go viral and make international news. The Great Lakes will turn green. The other one was that they would turn pink. Uh, the collapse of the Washington Monument. Yeah, we talked about that. A new species of bees. A giant scorpion found in Arizona. Uh, crop circles will show up all over the world. I think those are already happening, Nikki. Uh, so, okay. Famine will be so bad in Africa that they will turn to eating tigers, lions, elephants, and zebras. I think that may be already happening. Uh, a horse accident around the royals. Ooh, this is outside of the specific royals. Look out. Uh, Roman gladiator sport will make a comeback. All right. I mean, good. Uh, excellent. So, uh, a lion will maul a movie star, disease around catfish, a tunnel bunker. Oh, this was, yeah, a tunnel and bunker found under Mar-a-Lago. Uh, that's interesting because, uh, you know, I guess it's possible, but Florida is, uh, not the best place on the planet for tunnels. <laughs> uh, cause it's a swampland, uh, it's built on sand so I find it difficult to believe that that may happen. But, hey, I'm not Psychic Nikki, so it could happen. Now, one of the things, as I was looking at this again, really, really, really weird, is there is a huge amount of terror attacks on Psychic Nikki's list with a list of 1,221 regular predictions. I mean, the terror attacks on here are amazing. Now, maybe she's just covering her butt. Uh, now, she claims uh, that she this is uh, all predictions made are because that is what she sees, and it does not reflect any personal opinions. Many of these predictions were made throughout the year via various uh, via, not via, via uh, various media outlets, including radio stations, television stations, media outlets, newspapers, such as CBS News, Toronto Sun, The Globe, and uh, Mail, The Star, City TV, CTV, and CP24. Uh, I might have, to, might have to talk to the old uh, psychic Nikki. She gives a number here, too, for a consultation or booking. <laughs> so maybe we talk to psychic Nikki on chewing the fat because uh, I'd like to know how she gets her visions. Uh, what happened to her? Uh, that uh, Was it all her life? Is it something that she sits down in a room and focuses or, you know, just meditates and the visions come and she kind of, uh, you know, just writes it down as she goes? Does she just have a tape recorder on so that when she sees the vision, she just says it out loud so she can write it later, like terrorist attack in Germany, a terrorist attack in Berlin, Germany. She was more specific uh, on that particular one, terrorist attack Quebec City. Uh, there's a number of terrorist attack in her predictions. There's one page here, terror attacks in Tokyo. There's one page here that was nothing but terror attacks. It was really incredible. I was like, holy cow, Nikki, what are we doing? Uh, a terrorist attack in Singapore. That's not the page. Uh, more animal stuff, there's a ter terrorist attack in Brussels, terrorist attack in Stockholm, a terrorist attack at a fashion show, a blimp will explode in the U.S. 
Ooh, okay. Uh, <laughs> a lot of wildlife, animals, and birds will perish in the Arctic. Oh, no, that's more animals. That's not terrorist attack. Terrorist attacks in Australia. Terror attacked in Antwerp, Belgium. Well, I think a couple, that's like three Belgiums. Terror attack in Moscow. Protests and riots in D.C. Terror attacks in London. Terror attack in Las Vegas. That's not even the page. Oh, here's the whole page. This, this is darn near a page of terror attacks. Terror attack in Paris, New York, Rome, Italy, Egypt, uh, in the Caribbean. Wow. Uh, at Trump Hotel. Uh, terror attack Saudi Arabia. Terror attack at Victoria Station in London. Uh, two planes crashed. Terror attack in Toronto, Canada. Terror attack in Vancouver. Uh, let's go down. Terror attack in Florida. Terror attack in Tel Aviv, Amsterdam, Istanbul. <laughs> okay. Uh, back to Las Vegas. Uh, Paris, New York, Los Angeles, Vancouver, Toronto, Chicago. Wow. Uh, Logan International Airport. Oh, that's just a tragedy. Uh, terror attack at Knightsbridge area in London. Uh, terror attack in Scotland. Uh, World Trade Center, New World Trade. Oh, that's just a tragedy. No, that's not a terror attack. Although a terror attack could be a tragedy, but that's, uh, you know, she's, she's the one making it, uh, putting the difference on. Uh, terror attack in Pakistan, more terror attacks in Kabul, Saudi Arabia terror attacks, terror attack in Melbourne and Sydney. Why did she break that up? Uh, Marble Arch in London, uh, Hampstead Heath, England, a terrorist attack in Boston. Uh, so Nikki has got some serious terrorist attacks going on in her visions. Uh, no kidding. So be careful out there. Be careful out there. I've got to talk to Nikki. I've got to get her on chewing the fat. Uh, and, and I don't know that Nikki uh, identifies as a female, so I apologize. I forgot the rephrase. I've got to talk to Psychic Nikki. <laughs> get Psychic Nikki on the program. She has these royal predictions, too. And uh, one prediction is Prince Harry becoming king of another country. Eh, okay. Uh, but uh, there's a couple here that uh, I really found interesting. One was she's stealing my eye. The, um, uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle may have another baby, which I believe because Meghan's trying to keep Harry around and uh, kids will do that. But she also uh, predicts that Meghan and Harry will get a divorce. And that's, uh, that's a Jeff Fisher prediction. Uh, here on Chewing the Fat, okay? So I just want to be clear there, Nikki, uh, that uh, that's from me. A lot of big news uh, because uh, Spare, the book from Prince Harry, uh, is supposed to be out, I don't know, sometime this month or next month, but uh, apparently went on sale in Spain uh, accidentally before the release date. So there's some books out there and people are reporting uh, what's in it. I don't know that it's true or not true. I don't know how many, uh, you know, free copies were sent out. And people, you know, read books early all the time. I get books all the time before there's the release date, that kind of thing. I'm reading the new uh, Brad Meltzer book right now, uh, which is pretty good, The Nazi Conspiracy. It's pretty good. We'll talk to Brad when that comes out. Comes out uh, next week, I believe. And you could probably pre-order it at any time at bradmelzer.com. But uh, Harry, uh, these reports are coming out. Uh, uh, William, it says here in the book, Harry says brother William physically attacked him. 
King Charles is still keen on building bridges with P- Prince Harry. Um, the Prince Harry reveals he killed 25 Taliban fighters during second tour of duty in Afghanistan. Uh, I mean, he was a gunner co-pilot, right? So, I mean, it's probably at least that many. Uh, he claims that Charles joked around, who is your real father? Uh, you know, I, I don't know the, the tone in which that was said. I mean, Charles doesn't seem to me like a funny guy. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, who among us hasn't told our children, you know, who, are you my child? You know, and jokingly, not for real, but if you were to put it in a book or say it, my dad once told me who asked me who my father was, and I took that to mean that he wasn't. Okay, thanks. No problem. (laughs) Uh, He claims that uh, William and Kate told him to buy the Nazi uniform. Uh, He talked about how uh, William physically attacked him uh, because of Megan. Uh, His brother called Megan. Now, this is the horrific thing that William did uh who will soon be king of england um megan was is rude and difficult i mean you know that she is that's not that's not new information (laughs) sorry to break that to you harry but uh you already know that and if you didn't know it then you most definitely know it now that she is uh rude and difficult so Okay, uh, good luck, God bless, Harry, but uh, get out of there. you got to get out of this relationship soon. So a couple of headlines of uh, things going on around uh, around the world, around the country. Uh, Amazon uh, says that their layoffs are going to impact about 17,000 employees, while Salesforce is going to lay off 10% of its staff as, uh, you know, the, the big scale back. It doesn't say what the total number of people there are at Salesforce. But uh, 10% is a pretty good chunk of people. So that's not very good news to the the economy turning around. Uh, Walgreens and CVS plan to offer abortion pills following an FDA rule change that allows them to be dispensed by pharmacies and not just clinics. Yay! Yay! So if you want to kill your baby, you could go to Walgreens or CVS and get that abortion pill. Awesome stuff. I mean, I think you still have to have a prescription. So you still have to go to your doctor and say, Hi, I'd like to kill my baby. So, I mean, that's, you, still have to, you still have to go through the motions. <laughs> Just... And I said it. Yay! Okay, so speaking of death, uh, who died today? Who died today? Faye Weldon, dead at the age of 91. Faye was an author known for works including The Life and Loves of a She-Devil, Praxis. She also, uh, well, she had 30 novels. Wow, 30 novels. 
She uh, did Upstairs, Downstairs, Pride and Prejudice, and she coined iconic phrases of go to work on an egg. Who doesn't (laughs) read the iconic phrase, go to work on an egg. (laughs) How many times? How many times you said that? Uh, It's because of her. It's because of Faye Weldon. (laughs) So, go to work on an egg. Faye Weldon, dead at the age of 91. Gangsta Boo. Gangsta Boo. I know. Dry your eyes. Gangsta Boo. Dead. Now, this headline is really kind of a strange one. It says reportedly dead at 43. So, uh, you know, maybe she, maybe Gangsta Boo is still out there wandering around. But uh, according to this, Gangsta Boo is uh, dead at the age of 37. Pioneering Memphis rapper and a member of the 3 6 Mafia has reportedly passed away. Fellow 3 6 Mafia member DJ Paul shared a photo of Gangsta Boo on his Instagram account, confirming she died the January 1st. Wow. So rumors were suggesting that she was found deceased on her porch, but no cause of death has been confirmed. So Gangsta Boo, dead at the age of 37. And one more for today in the Who Died Today segment. Who died today? James Buster Corley. He was uh, the co-founder of Dave and Buster's. So uh, Dave and Buster's, he lived in Dallas, Texas. Uh, He was found dead in his home. He was 72. He, they believe, committed suicide. It still may have been an accident. He was found uh, suffering from a self-inflicted gunshot wound, what appeared to be a self-inflicted gunshot wound, and then he later died in the hospital. As I said, he was the co-founder of David Buster's. That's a restaurant uh, headquartered uh, in Dallas, Texas, and it's a video arcade store as well. There's 151 locations in the United States and two in Canada. I know he retired or he quit or he got pushed out because times were tough, you know, because of the pandemic and stuff for Dave and Busters. And he wasn't, you know, that company wasn't alone, but uh, he got pushed out and was no longer uh, in charge. And apparently he had a stroke a few months ago, which caused severe damage to the communication and personality part of his brain. So, uh, could it have been a, an accident? Sure. It absolutely could have been an accident, but, uh, we're not sure. So that's why it's an apparent suicide. Could have someone done it? (laughs) Uh, sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, uh, still sad. Uh, James Buster Corley dead at the age of 72. And anytime you do an apparent suicide, I must tell you to, uh, if you are contemplating suicide, just say no and call 988. That's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Or you can text GO to 741741 to reach a trained crisis counselor through the Crisis Text Line, which is a global not-for-profit organization, 24-7 confidential. So call 988 or text GO to 741741. 
and uh, get get some help and uh, realize that uh, suicide is not the answer. So I haven't even mentioned the Idaho killings um, since uh, the new year. Uh, During the break, we got the news that they arrested a suspect in the University of Idaho killings. Uh, Brian Koberger uh, is back in Idaho. He was arrested in Pennsylvania. He is linked to the murders through DNA, allegedly. Uh, you know, of course, his uh, attorneys, uh, you know, he or he said that he was eager to be exonerated. Um, he is suspected. They faces four counts of first degree murder. Amazing. He was arrested with his father. Uh, well, he was arrested, and then they have uh, body cam footage of him being pulled over with his father. Uh, there were reports that the FBI asked for him to be pulled over so that they could get the body cam footage to look at his hands because they wanted to see what kind of damage, how do you kill four people with, and not have any damage to your hands or your your body. And, uh, isn't it interesting that, and we have the footage of that, isn't it interesting we have the footage, the body cam footage, uh, out for the public to see, for everyone to see. Uh, and the, it was because of the great FBI and what a wonderful, what a wonderful, uh, thing the FBI is and they do great work. I know they do, but it's just, uh, tough to think about these days with all the other douchebaggery stuff that goes on with that, uh, particular institution. Uh, but we don't have the body cam footage for, uh, Paul Pelosi. Now, I guess there is body cam footage that was uh, you know, allegedly shown in court, uh, just to the judge, but, uh, we didn't see it. It's not out for the public. And, uh, we got all kinds of footage, uh, from the Idaho killer, but not for Paul Pelosi. Weird how that happened, isn't it? That's really weird. I know. I know. It's just, that's weird. Anyway, uh, Brian Koberger. And then they were, they were bringing him back from Pennsylvania to Idaho They stopped at Willard Airport in Champaign, Illinois on a private aircraft, of course, made the pit stop there. The entire airport was placed under lockdown and the airport staff asked to leave the building as he was led from the small plane to use the airport facilities. Uh, Just incredible. Now, I realize it's not the Willard Airport and (laughs) Willard International (laughs) (laughs) in Champaign, Illinois, although it might be. Uh, I would be ticked, though. Man, I'm busy working. Just bring the guy in, let him go to the bathroom. What are you doing? You got to evacuate everything? I get the lockdown. Nobody can come and go uh, while we're landing and we're letting him run into the bathroom to take care of business. Not that kind of business, but business. Uh, But uh, to make everybody leave, I would be so mad. (laughs) Uh, dude, he's the killer, not me. Why do I have to suffer? Well, I'm sorry. He's the alleged killer. But uh, why do I have to suffer? But uh, they did. Anyway, he's back in Idaho and uh, more to come. When they uh, announced his arrest and the press conference, it was really, uh, uh, the press conference was, oh, it was, it was fascinating. Uh, everybody was there. 
in Idaho. And they thanked everybody for all their help and all the tips. And they want the tips to continue to come in. But they're not telling you anything. The information that we have is uh, what you know now is what you know. And anything else is not, you're not going to find out until court. And, and if you have more tips, keep sending them. Because we were very thankful for everyone that sent in tips. So keep sending your tips. And if you want to know more, wait till the court. Uh, wait till the, the trial. So there you have it. Brian Koberger is under arrest for the alleged four murders in Idaho. Oh, and another case that happened while we were on break. Uh, Harvey Weinstein, uh, guilty of rape and sexual assault of just one of the four accusers he was charged of abusing. Okay, the three guilty counts involving the Italian actor and model known at the trial as Jane Doe Part 1 struck a major blow against the disgraced movie mogul. Did it? Did it? Okay, if you say so. No problem. Yep, the Me Too movement uh, uh, gave its reckoning. You got it. No problem. So Harvey, uh, 70 years old, uh, is two years into his 23-year sentence for the rape and sexual assault conviction in New York. That is under appeal. Uh, Could get 24 years in prison in California when he's sentenced. Okay. So he was found guilty of rape forced oral copulation and another sexual misconduct count involving the woman who said he appeared uninvited at her hotel room door during a Los Angeles film festival in 2013. He was acquitted of sexual battery allegations made by a massage therapist who treated him at the hotel in 2010. The jury was unable to reach a decision on the counts involving two accusers, notably rape and sexual assault charges involving Jennifer Seibel Newsom, the governor's wife, and uh, he looked, Weinstein uh, put his face in his hands and uh, he looked forward uh, as the rest of the verdict was read. So he was disappointed, I'm sure. And uh, we'll see what kind of happens with the appeal for this. But uh, that's it. Uh, they were deadlocked on the sexual battery count involving Lori Young, the only accuser who testified at both Weinstein trials. Uh, she said she was a model to aspiring to be an actor, a screenwriter, who isn't, and uh, went to, had a meeting with Weinstein about a script when he trapped her in the hotel bathroom, groped her, masturbated in front of her. Wow. But there was no eyewitness accounts, no forensic evidence, uh, years-old allegations, and so they didn't believe that she was credible, or at least uh, they were deadlocked on that. Or two people didn't think she was credible. I guess they were deadlocked 10 to 2. Uh, that had to be unanimous. So Harvey still found guilty in uh, California on uh, one of those cases after the month-long trial and the nine days of deliberations by the jury. So uh, good luck, Harvey. Good luck. And I'll leave you today with a life hack that I'm using now. And I took it upon myself to implement this life hack after I read about it. During the break, we've got a couple of stories and a life hack that happened over the break that I'm getting to this week uh, here on Chewing the Fat. Be sure to, if you're listening right now and you're not a subscriber to this show and you're just freeloading, uh, sorry, you need to become a subscriber, okay? This, uh, the subscription to Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher is free. And everything, everybody likes free stuff, but nobody likes a freeloader. So if you're listening to this and you're not a subscriber, don't be a freeloader, okay? Be a subscriber. 
and subscribe to Chewing the Fat on whatever platform warms the little cockles of your heart, okay? You can follow me on Twitter, at JeffyJFR. Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio. You can email the show anytime, chewingthefatattheblaze.com. You can uh, order a cameo from me. That's not free. Um... at Jeffy JFR on Cameo. You can become a subscriber to Blaze TV. Go to blazetv.com uh, slash Jeffy, J-E-F-F-Y, blazetv.com slash Jeffy. Use the promo code Jeffy and get a discount on your subscription. That actually helps pay for this podcast that makes it free. So uh, you can do that if you want. But this life hack I learned over the holidays and I'm using it in my life now as we speak every time a bird craps on my car i eat a plate of wings on the front porch just to show them what i'm capable of you're welcome Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.